Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Richard Crevelant on the line, and he's Chief Storyteller and Consultant over at Power Story Consulting. Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you. So um, this is a very special episode because uh, it's our one of our Reunion 2020 episodes. So Rich was on the show previously, and I had so much fun with our conversation that I invited him back. So I'm glad to have you back, Rich, and I'm glad to get into our topic for today, which is going to be brand narratives. But I don't want to assume that everybody uh, heard the first episode that you did. So let's just give a brief overview on what you're doing over at Power Story Consulting to kick this off. Yes. Um, well, so I wrote a, my first book was on brand narratives, and right now I'm actually working on my second book, which is about how brand narratives need to be shaped in the modern world of social media. That's awesome. Um, let's let's keep it going a little bit further in the in the direction of brand narratives. Um, so tell us more about the book. So yeah, um, you know. Well, I don't know if you know, but I uh, used to be a professor of screenwriting at USC. Uh, I never went to business school, so I have a kind of an interesting background for someone in the business world. Uh, my background is as a storyteller, playwright, screenwriter, uh, and all-around uh, story guy, story doctor. Um, but don't ask me to do any surgery on your on – <laughs> so um, I uh, – uh, am working with people, you know, sometimes small startups, little companies, sometimes, you know, Fortune 100 companies on, you know, what is the story they're telling and how can they tell it better? Uh, and, and if you look at, you know, right now everyone's talking politics. We've got an election coming up. You know, and it's really which which character, I'm going to call them characters because I work in story, which character you know, telling the best stories, the one who's going to get your vote, you know, and it's the same thing with companies and consumer products, you know, what is, and people need clean, clear, short messages, you know, they talk about the elevator pitch, you know, what, what is that story you're telling, and are you using images, and are you using video, are you using your website, what, what are you using to convey that story? So right now I'm looking really carefully at Instagram and Facebook and, you know, the world of social media and the digital world and and how that affects the story you tell. I mean, years ago you could have a uh, pamphlet you'd give out where you'd have lots of writing on it and you could tell your story that way. Well, nobody nobody's printing paper pamphlets anymore. So... So if you're trying to tell a story in a series of Instagram posts, how do you do that? You know, and it's just different. And and, and it's exciting to explore that. And who are the influencers and the people who are effective at making emotional connection in these little 160-character posts? You know, um, the people are the masters of storytelling today in the, in the digital revolution. 
where do you find so there's a lot of you know business owners entrepreneurs executives listening to this right now and they're not necessarily master storytellers they're masters at their business they're masters at their craft they know how to you know handle their cut their clients and customers um, but where do you find a lot of business owners um, go wrong in telling their story well I always start my lectures I don't know. I was, I'm worried. Am I going to tell a joke that I told last time? Um, I always start my lectures with this one quote. Um, the bait has to taste good to the fish, not the fisherman. And, and I mean, that's my favorite because it's really the biggest mistake I see out there. Uh, let's say, you know, you're in the, uh, dry cleaning business, for example. Um, you know, you have very specific things that are important to you uh, in your business, but do you really understand what's important to your target audience? And and so a lot of times people are telling stories and sometimes even telling good stories, but it's the wrong stories for the audience. And, and so what I do is I provide this objective perspective of a guy who's dedicated his life to thinking about storytelling and marketing and, and the messaging that's going on out there in the world and, and help them reshape that. You know, sometimes it's like a lot of businesses today, you really first have to create trust and authenticity. Um, you can't just post we're the best and, you know, expect mm -hmm. people to buy into that. So, you know, I say, let's go back and, and let's, it, I know it might feel self-indulgent, but a, you really need now to do a series of posts about who you are and genuinely express what's important to you and express your vulnerability, your authenticity, and gain the credibility you need by sharing aspects of yourself where people connect with you. Once people connect and are engaged by you, they'll start to trust you, and then they'll believe the messaging that comes after that. So it, it's a process of, of creating an authentic message that people respond to, uh, you know, uh, by putting yourself out there and, and being vulnerable and not just saying I'm the, you know, the best dry cleaner there is. Um, and, and so it's, it, it takes time and some people um, are better at it naturally than others, but it's, it's good to work with someone to, to look at that marketing message you're creating and evaluate it and, and go deep also in terms of who am I speaking to and what message do they need to hear, what's important to them, not what's important to you. So I don't I don't want to oversimplify this. So I know I know it's a, it's very difficult. It's an art. It's a craft to tell the proper uh, story, and it takes uh, somebody like you who's dedicated their life to doing it to really get the full effect and to bring out the, a true story um, for for certain people. Um, that being said, what's uh, what's something that any so anybody could do like right now? They're listening to this right now and they're thinking, "Wow, I know I need to get better at telling stories." Um, what's a tip or something that's actionable that they could do today? Um, well, I'd look at look at their messaging. You know, go back and look at the website. Look at the you know you can look at Instagram. You can look at the whole page. It's a really cool exercise. Don't look at an individual post. Pull up your profile so you can see, you know, 30 of your posts at once. And when those 
posts come up and you look at them as a whole, what what's the feeling I get? And, I, and that's a weird word to tell the business people. Um, but you'll look at all these images together as one and you get a feeling. Um, uh, we did this exercise with one of the spirits brands. I do a lot of work in the in the world of alcohol spirits. And uh, you saw a, a unity of color, a unity of emotional feeling. It was happy. It was very green. It was very alive. Lots of young people who looked like they were enjoying life. And you got a feeling like this brand is about enjoying life. And it was a unified message visually that went from post to post to post. And it was a powerful thing. And then you have a sense of, oh, we can't do that. That's off brand. If you get a sense of really what your brand is looking like, then you can keep a, a unit, clear, unified message in the future and know instantly that's right or no, that's wrong, that's off brand. Man, I love I love that you bring that up. That's an excellent exercise, and I highly encourage anyone listening to do that. And um, and I and I've seen that. And I think some of the people that you said, um, quote unquote, did it intuitively, um, or are, are able to intuitively do it. And when I think about that, and before analytics, before all these other things, and before all the you know the the science of the squares and all this was developed, in my opinion, it, it was just somebody that like it for some of the fashion people, it's people that favored a certain style and brand, and maybe. Right. Even color colors and so it they naturally um, appealed that platform and they may have done and they did it really intuitively just because they were really um, crafting their page based off of their taste which was intuitive to um, to a unified brand so and and, and that was what the original day was uh, or the original um, model for Instagram was and then obviously now we have analytics now we have not so really now it's a science but um, in the beginning those intuitive storytellers on that platform that took to it were those designers and those um, the culture shaped so I love it. That's a great thing that everybody listening yeah, can and, do today. And I mean, go to your. The anal- go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, go go well, to your Instagram. That's all I was gonna. Yeah, go I mean, ahead. The analytics are important, but you know I always put the analytics second because the analytics are just a tool to measure. You know, you have a, an instinct, or you work with consultants to develop those instincts, and, and you start to see. And then you put new stuff out there, and then the analytics tell you, okay, look at how people are responding. We're on to something here. But um, the, the analytics are there for understanding of effectiveness. For me, it's still up to you as as the marketer or you as, as the person who's posting, you know, out there. You have to first, the analytics are going to tell you how to creatively post interesting stuff. The analytics are just going to tell us, is the stuff that you think is creative and interesting that's going to create the engagement you're looking for? Because people are spending a lot of money on content, and and then the analytics are saying, hey, well, you spent a lot of money on content, but look at your engagement. It's it's not growing. So then you know, okay. You know, that's that's not a good spend, you know, or we have to redo the content before we do a bigger spend because, you know, the analytics are a tool and a great tool. Uh, it's up to you to figure out how am I going to create new content that's going to engage to create the growth I want. That's great. 
So, Rich, that is our time for today. I know you and I can get talking, oh, no. and we will talk. We will talk all day. I want more, but before, more, uh, before, more. before I let you go, um, if somebody's listening to this and they want uh, more information on Power Story Consulting, or we talked about in the last episode um, your your previous book, The Hook, and then also you have another book coming out. So you got a lot of things going on. But if somebody wants to connect with you overall, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, I'm booked till 2025. <laughs> no, no, I definitely have some time. Uh, you know, small businesses, big, you know, anybody. I love coming in and doing um, some workshops because really, you know, this we could talk about it all day, but it's really about hands-on training where you're practicing storytelling. Anyone can do it. Uh, it is a, a craft. It is an art form that needs work. Uh, people can go to PowerStoryConsulting.com, read more about me. They can go to Amazon and get a copy of the hook. Um, and they can just email me, rkrevlin at yahoo.com. I mean, there's only one Rich Krevlin out there, but it's R-K-R-E-V-O-L-I-N at yahoo.com. Um, I know people are making fun of me because I'm still on Yahoo, but I'm old school, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> Rich, thanks again for coming on the show, and thanks for sharing the old-school Yahoo um, domain. Also, I love it. Uh, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you had a, a good time here today, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. It means a lot to me. Um, do all those great things to support our podcasters. And Rich, thanks again for coming on. Thank you.